0: Shout out to DJ Fresh, rest in power Dr. King, one of our Freedmen icons that laid his life down for the cause. This is going to be an interesting broadcast tonight. Fair use YouTube, fair use.
1: in the past tense that made it more useful among southern Negroes than the ghetto Negroes of the North? I wouldn't say there's uh, anything that makes it more useful to uh, southern Negroes. I think it is true that uh, we've had more nonviolent movements in the South because uh, the problem for many years was more crystallized and in a sense more visible in the South. Uh, we didn't have many civil rights activities on a massive scale in the North uh, until three or four years ago. So I would say that uh, we just haven't had a chance to experiment on a broad scale with nonviolence in the Northern ghetto. I have the feeling that nonviolence is as applicable uh, and workable in the Northern ghetto as it is uh, in the South. Uh, There's a larger job there. Uh, The frustrations at points are much deeper. The bitterness is deeper. And I think that's because in the South, we can see pockets of progress here and there. We've really made some strides that are very visible. And every Southern Negro knows that he can do things today that he couldn't do four or five years ago. Where in the North, uh, the Negro sees only retrogress. uh, And he doesn't find it as easy to get his vision centered on his target, the target of opposition, as he does in the South. Consequently, this is made for despair and at many points cynicism, a feeling that you can't win. And it simply means that we've got to develop in the North a massive job of organization and mobilizing forces and resources to deal with the problem in the urban ghettos of the North, just as we've done it in the South. In the South. at the very same time that america refused to give the negro any land through an act of congress our government was giving away millions of acres of land in the west and the midwest which meant that it was willing to undergird its white peasants from europe with an economic floor but not only did they give the land they built land-grant colleges with government money teach them how to farm. Not only that, they provided county agents to further their expertise in farming. Not only that, they provided low interest rates in order that they could mechanize their farms. Not only that, today many of these people are receiving millions of dollars in federal subsidies not to farm and they are the very people telling the black man that he ought to lift himself by his own bootstraps. this is what we are faced with and this is the reality now when we come to washington in this campaign we are coming to get our check
0: oh the freedmen we different well it gets a different boat drop and we all just got off different at, us, at the other boat and we're all the same and we eh, we're a little different it's a little bit yeah man see when you hear that me tell you something when you hear that that's a certain kind of energy see we we can't get down oh they done took it off somebody done took it off I sure wish I had that video I sure wish they had that video I'll bring it back up if I could find it, but what, what King was saying, he said, well, we made some progress in the South a little bit, but remember what he said about the North. I want y'all to really understand what he said about the North. Now I always say there was more sundown towns in the North than in the South. So when black folks left the South and no, they didn't flee. They were trying to go for a financial bag when black folks left us left the south and they went up north and said well you know ford is hiring or let me go to california the bag might be a little better i'm still gonna do deal with a bunch of race soldiers um i always reference to that movie them i employ you guys to see that on amazon prime It got a couple of weird stuff going on but for the most part you know they didn't hit us with no sexual deviancy, really, or nothing for the most part. Um, Man, you had the brother that was an architect or something like that. And he was doing, you know, this brother was real, real smart. And he moved into Compton, as you guys know about Compton. Compton used to be a white community. They did not want black people to live there. So, you know, black folks went to where they found the bag. Black folks went to places where they felt like, well, you know, maybe I can make a couple, a couple more bucks. They felt like they could go, you know, places where they, you know, they could just make a little bit more money. And then maybe, you know, if needed, they could come back down. So he, you seen when he was speaking to this man, that he kept referring to issues with the North, like, he mentioned the target he mentioned organization if you listen to the way he was wording things he was wording things in a certain way and the reason why he was doing that is he knew that this guy that was asking him a bunch of questions he understood the way that this guy was asking these questions you know he said okay let me, let me Let me answer these questions in a certain in a certain manner. He wanted to answer these questions in a certain manner because he didn't want this guy to take him off his game. So a lot of people think that, oh, well, King was just saying non-vite be cowardly. No, King was being very, very strategic on the way that they do things. If you shut down a highway or if you shut down, you know, whatever the case may be, you know, you're messing stuff up. If you're saying, well, hey, I don't want to ride on your bus anymore this segregated bus and you had some people like i say i always get on the chicken the fried chicken negro spiritual people that just wanted some white acceptance and colder ice i'm not talking about those people right now i'm talking about the folks that was like okay well look i'm paying the same damn fare my money is green so you know I mean, you might be driving somewhere for hours and hours and hours. I need to stop at this gas station. I just wanna get some gas. Well, I don't sell gas to Negroes. It might be the only gas station around. You might be in the middle of a sundown town. Well, I just don't sell sell gas to Negroes. So you're going around this apartheid state. That's really what you're dealing with. Neely Fuller talks about it a lot. Confinement, prison being greater confinement. And we're gonna get into that in a minute because I'm going to wrap this around. You're going to be a little surprised on how I go about doing this. But when he was talking about being organized, he had mentioned something about them not having a heavy civil rights presence in the North at the time, which was true. A lot of black folks was in the South as black people, you know, moved up there and migrated in these waves. Um, they probably going up there like well everything's all you know things is all good you know we gonna be able to make some money and you know saying so they the frustration was black folks was going up there and you might have had some brothers and sisters they could have been doctors they could have been architects bricklayers they could have been skilled laborers they could have been some real real sharp dudes Um, they could have had patents that maybe they, they weren't able to get down South. They're like, okay, let me go up to the North. If I go up to the North, it's going to be straight. And it wasn't, you got somebody hitting you with the, Oh, you're overqualified. Oh, you're not qualified enough. Oh, Billy Bob, he's not qualified at all. He's a hop, he's a dropout drunk that barely shows the work every day. But you got a pre you got a PhD brother, or sister that goes up there and they're like, Oh, you're underqualified. You're overqualified. So they was doing BS like that. So, of course, you're frustrated. Okay, uh, Southside Chicago, go over here to this slum. You can't live over here. You could live over there. So let's pack y'all in and let's deny you of resources. That's why he mentioned land-grant colleges and all that. Whenever you hear, and any black person for the sound of my voice, whenever you hear some white person talking about bootstraps and all of this, well, oh, you know, Section 8, man, y'all had the Marshall Plan. Y'all got all types of freebies the so-called founders of America got nothing but freebies. They were freeloaders as Dr. Claude Anderson talks about some damn freeloaders came over here, got a bunch of free land and freeloaded. Nobody is, nobody is more of a freeloader than the race soldier. Nobody freeloads more than the race soldier. Nobody, you know, and they'll give some niggas, some little EBT crumbs and some bullshit. And they'll tell us, well, Hey, you know, uh, uh, yeah, you section eight in Chicago crimes and you, oh, you, you gang members in North Minneapolis and all of that, they're, they're going to use that all the time, of course. And, you know, if you propagate it through the megalomaniacal, or masochistic mainstream media, of course, it's going to look worse. So you're going to have a whole bunch of, you know, niggas is shooting shit up and making it look like they just tear the whole city apart. And, you know, it, it's not as many as what they say it is. It's enough where it's problematic. You know, especially when it comes to serial hood hitters and all that, but it's it's not. It, put it like this: if we were really what they said we were, man, this whole this whole country would be looking crazy. Niggas ain't really tripping, man. We just want to be left alone. You know, but um, you know, King was, you know, he was like, okay, let's organize. So when he started trying to get, you, they they had to get rid of him because he's like, hey, okay, look this old, we shall overcome this ain't going to work. Once he realized that he said, nah, we need to get the bag. We need to get some of them land grant colleges and we need to get, you know, like he said, they mechanize the money and with the farms, we need to get some of that because we were promised that and we never received it. We should have got all of that. We should have had all of that. So yeah, you know, um, let me get into some of these articles and some of this video here let me get into some of that let's get some good music going on here how do you go back Oh, that's 2023 okay we'll do okay we'll do 2022 okay so this is an article if I could get into this a black man in Jackson, Mississippi gets hit by a police car and is buried in a in a number grave family not even notified this is somebody that MF Cush posted from tr uh, Twitter no black American parent should have to experience this did anyone hear about this now this
1: was number six seven, seven eight.
0: Now, they got Crump down there. Crump's bringing some cameras. So, that's a good thing. This brother by the name of Dexter Wade, he wasn't given a name marker in the graveyard, only a number 672. Now, Dexter Wade's attorney, Ben Crump, in Jackson, Mississippi Department, um, says, oh, he questions Jackson, Mississippi Police Department to if there are... More unknown bodies buried behind the jailhouse. Okay. I don't know how to spell in this. But anyway, this, this sister or brother, whoever posted this has this video.
1: Seven,
0: now, mind you, none of the Biden, butt kissers, none of these, you yeah, yeah, I'm going to get on them. None of these Popeye's chicken Negro spiritual people. They're not really saying anything about this. The NAACP ain't saying nothing about it, which I'm going to play where they ran all the brothers that was asking about. I think these brothers had reparation shirts or something, and they just came to some little thing and checked it out. And some old Sambo ass nigga from the NAACP ran them up out of there. He had the police standing there talking about y'all got to leave and all that. I'm going to play that in a minute, too. Ask
1: the question about all those other unknown bodies in that graveyard behind this peanut jail. How many of those families that think their loved ones are missing?
2: How many?
1: And don't know that they've been dropped in a bag in the ground. Oh my
2: God. We're
1: going to get to the truth. Not just for your son, but for other children
2: Oh that first thing. Who mothers are missing. That's not, I am sorry.
1: It wasn't your fault. It wasn't your fault. It wasn't your fault. You did your
2: fault. No, <laughs> you did your
1: fault. It's
0: better today do right back here. <laughs> <laughs> so this is crump down here in jackson mississippi mind you there's a water problem still i'm gonna see if i still have that video there's a water problem in mississippi it's just is you know it's the same situation as flint there's a water issue down there where you at joe and 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 and, and, uh and uh koala where y'all at where you Negroes at that's what I want to know see the Democrats they're not doing anything about this this right here that's a violation of the Constitution right there that's a violation of the Constitution why they bringing in all these damn illegals down in Jackson Mississippi home of the former slaves this is what you got going on right now Pull up your bootstraps and this, that, and the third. Like I said, I don't want to hear nothing from some folks that fled from somewhere else that want to say something slick about, about these folks right here. See, this is the kind of things that we're dealing with, black Americans. They're not doing stuff like this to other folks here in America. So that's why I say I'm not going to stand for somebody talking slick about the descendants of the slaves. I'm just not going to do it. I ain't, I ain't going to go for it every time somebody says something slick or tries to hit up the oh the chicago and oh you know and the bootstraps no 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 we're not gonna do that this is the stuff we dealing with while people are talking about well you need to go vote and you know let's let's just go to the Clyburn fish fry no i don't want to hear that no reparations no vote it looks I like god they're taking follow. the bodies I
3: now your blessings upon this I pray to god oh. to strength upon I pray to god that in this moment okay so let's
0: family let's go to the next thing
3: i'm gonna give you an idea with some of these groups
0: and this is a brother
3: speaking what some of these graves look like when you don't have family or when no one knows who your family is this is how they bury you. This is how you are buried at the penal As I said, it looks like this is how you bury, uh, say, like, uh, th- how bury you. You're just a number, you're just a number. Uh, they tell me now that the uh, coroner is on her way here. The coroner, uh, Sharon Grishon, is on her way here.
0: Now somebody says here, it says exclusive footage of the cemetery Dexter Way was found in and removed hours before the sun came up. A strong odor was in the air.
3: Uh, as I said to you, uh, 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 NBC, ABC, all of the national media are on their way here. Uh, the sheriff is providing security. They're trying to figure out uh, what is taking place. As you can see, it looks as though the uh, the coroner now may be on her way down to the gravesite. We're up on the hill. But as I said, it looks like that uh, the body may have been stolen uh, earlier uh, this morning and or last night. And uh, they're trying to figure out what may have happened, and uh, why would this body be taken? Uh, there is a smell out here. As You see, I have my, I have my mask, and I'm gonna go ahead and get ready to put my mask on. There is a smell uh, out here at the, uh, uh, at the penal form, uh, um, at the moment, and while they're trying to determine what has, what has happened, but as you can see, this is the grave of the cemetery. Uh, for the indigent uh, and I call upon um, every minister, Pastor Hollins and other ministers, to begin to try to put some money together so that the people who are indigent can be buried better than this. This is how you bury it. There's a marker and many of them don't, they do not have a number on them. Look at this, they're just buried. And it's, and it's, it kind of does what they can do uh, to, to, uh, to bury And with the money that they have, they they bury them but there are no headstones and there was just a a a stick as you can see
0: meanwhile meanwhile now think about this the descendants of those who built this damn country get a number not a headstone meanwhile you got folks that ain't even from here that can run up And you got some of those I even heard on the news complaining, talking about, Oh, I want to go back home. It's too cold. I don't want to stay in a shelter. I don't want to stay in a hotel in New York. Take your ass back home. See, this is what we have to deal with up here. A a stake with a number.
3: This one doesn't even have a number. Um, This one doesn't have, this is how they're buried. They don't even have a name, um, and some don't have numbers. They're just here. And You see the iron state. Uh, we want to. We, we can fix this. That's something we can do. We 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 can help the sheriff make this make this better. It's not his fault that it's like this. It's been here a long time, but we're gonna help him make this better. This this is my first time here, and as you see, another there's another car coming uh, from the uh, from the cemetery. Uh,
0: Curry Koala, her, I can't do nothing for black people ass. Why her, why her ass ain't down there while she's on this damn abortion tour? Why ain't she down here? This is a major issue. Why ain't she down here? I'm telling you, man, I ain't got no respect from you. Coon, Sambo, tap dancing ass niggas that, that get vote for the Democrats again. It's best for us to just sit out. It's best for us to just sit out. We 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 can't have that. You can't just be given. You can't just be given these people just free votes for stuff like that because of the boogeyman and all this. Oh, the boogeyman, the boogeyman, the boogeyman. Oh, if Donald gets in and this, that, and the third and all that, man, look stay your ass at home stay your ass at home now i found something somebody sent me this and i just thought about this now angie stanton i guess she's doing some campaign management for um i think she's doing some campaign management for kennedy and as you can see, Teflon Don and Kennedy is passing Joe up. Vivek just got kicked out, if we, if we want to be clear. Vivek's punk ass, remember he was talking all that stuff about black Americans, saying a bunch of slick stuff. He's done. You remember all that slick stuff he, he was talking about us? Yeah, it's a wrap for him. DeSantis is 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 a distant second it says in Iowa Iowa's a big race soldier state the Iowa Republican caucus Don, Don Teflon Don is at 51 percent DeSantis is at 21 percent. Nikki Haley she ain't going nowhere but Vivek ends his campaign Vivek ends his campaign he's through but getting back to the angie stanton post where she said i never thought about it like this but it makes perfect sense perfectly logical she said the color purple she's speaking about the color purple and she said in the movie Seeley was raped by her father impregnated by him so that's the first piece of the black brute complex that they the the narrative that they were using okay you got this black man you got this sick ass bastard that's touching his daughters you know what i'm saying when i feel in the movie when i was young i was a kid i think the movie came out in 82 or something like that and it really really threw me off you know because i was a kid and i didn't know i said man it's cold as hell why are they bringing this baby out there i didn't really know what to do when i seen it. i think they might have played it at school or whatever the case may be but she says in the movie celie was you know assaulted by her father and impregnated by him and it says then gave birth to his children she lived every day to see her children again that was the the, the you know the post they put on the black and white or whatever. So. She said for all the abortion advocates that love to use the r word as an excuse if abortion was legal back then they would have convinced Seely to execute her children and there would be no color purple there is value in life regardless of the circumstances that's why i got that's what i got from the film now i wasn't going to go see that trash but that's pretty much it when you think about it if they would have had a planned parenthood and maxine Waters." Had Megan Thee Stallion out there twerking, <laughs> twerk for baby books, you're in, I'm just saying, there would be no color purple. You couldn't have had the movie color purple. So you got to start thinking about what was the whole point. You got to start looking at what was the whole point what was the narrative what were they trying to say now alice walker when you look at some information from her she wrote novels talking about womanism pacifism strong stance on israeli-palestinian conflict that's the kind that's the kind of negro that wrote that book. That that should tell you a lot. That should tell you a lot about her. That should that should say a lot about her. Feminism support for chelsea manning and juliana Assange what what else does that tell you that tells you something else animal animal advocacy transgender rights she defended jk rowling okay what, what's this about who's jk rowling what did she say So it was easy for her to write *The Color Purple*. She married a Jewish civil rights lawyer, becoming the first legally married interracial couple in Mississippi since miscegenation law, laws in the state. If I'm saying that right, they were harassed by the Klan. Then she divorced the dude in '76. She moved to a liberal-ass California. ain't never heard this broad say nothing about reparations for black folk mind you look at the color purple taraji was up there crying the blues because she wasn't getting paid well what happened to feminism where was the feminist womanism support where were the white liberal actors that was really going out for taraji where were they at where were they saying hey taraji you know you're a strong strong independent black woman oh you're so strong yeah yeah you're strong strong and independent you a strong independent black woman we get a guy to give you a strong pay a strong salary They, they didn't do that did they No, they did not. They absolutely did not. They didn't one bit. Now, I want to comment on a post here that somebody said, Somebody by the name, I think it was on the Twitter, it was a movie monster, Ados or something. They said, Black Pan-, and he said this, Black Panther made $516.6 million overseas, half a billion. If the world, as Hollywood likes to say, hates black Americans, why did it make so much money? That money didn't come from Africa. It was in places like China, Italy, and Russia. And it was because black Americans went crazy over it in the US making the other half a billion the world follows what black Americans do that's facts they follow what we do we are the leaders when it comes to culture yes we are we show is look at the top movies look at the look, look at the top music look at it, all that okay not knocking nobody else I'm just saying that's called popular culture so anyone who tries to tell you that black Americans are not worth anything here or overseas know that they are lying and have an agenda Notice how Hollywood hasn't taken advantage of Black Panther with tons of copycat movies, like they do those stupid white Marvel movies, which no longer make money because people wanted more diversity, not less. That was a question. That's Hollywood purposely ignoring the truth about Black Americans, and the Black and the and the Black Panther sequel made less money because it didn't star Black Americans. See the patterns? That's an interesting con uh, an interesting analysis that this brother came up with the second one didn't have Chadwick rest in peace to that brother. You know what I'm saying? But there was really nobody to take up that torch. I'm trying to remember the second one. Well, they had the, they had the Latin villain. Once again, black folks giving him, you know, black folks giving him, the the door open black folks are always opening the door they're always opening the door for people we always share the wealth and we always you know we always share whatever we do all right what else we got here Oh, JJ Evans. JJ Evans must have put that dynamite on her. Look at this.
4: The reason people are concerned about the words they use, the reason Americans care about civil rights, the reason we are sensitive to racism, is for one issue and one issue only, and that is how black Americans were treated in this country. It is because of, of the legacy of slavery and Jim Crow. Those do not compare, Irish, you know, the new groups, they always get a little bad treatment. Do not compare that to how blacks are treated in this country. You don't get to piggyback on the black experience in America. You do not get to do that just because you are a woman, an immigrant, gay, um, Hispanic. No, the rest of you can go F yourselves. No, this is for black Americans. We seem to have forgotten them. It's not a rainbow coalition. Um, various groups, feminists, gay rights groups, and, and those who are defending immigrants, have commandeered the black civil rights experience. Yes. What do you mean by that? There is the legacy of slavery and Jim Crow laws. We don't owe the homeless. We don't owe feminists. We don't owe women who are desirous of having abortion. That's what civil rights has become for much of the left. I mean, Wait, I can I just understand. say, what have we done to the immigrants? We owe. Black Black people, something. We have a legacy of slavery. Immigrants haven't even been in this country. The b- black experience is different from any other experience in America. There is slavery. There is Jim Crow, so I really do resent it when people come along and say, well, you can't say the... The phrase illegal alien, would you use the N word? You can't say retard, would you say the N word? You can't say, I don't know, a million other things. They're always comparing it to the N word. So the main point I want to make is no other word is like the N word.
0: Ann Coulter for the win, ladies and gentlemen. I- I Nobody saw that all- coming.
3: CNN, this is what I say. Ann Coulter, this is one of the first times I've ever agreed with Ann Coulter, and it's on CNN. Mark this down in your calendar. But Ann, you've always felt this way. This isn't new for you
4: right it's not only not new for me this is standard republican position and we're back (laughs) (laughs)
0: okay hang on reason people oh she's a standard well let's see when we talk about the old so-called when they say the radical republicans dr claude anderson talked about this a lot i've talked about this for many many years once i learned about special order number 14 was it 15 i believe it was special Number 14 or 15 and the old democrats didn't want to give niggas reparations the radical republicans they were like man we got to give these niggas something we got to give them they 40 acres we got to give them some some bread because they didn't did all this damn work we we can't just send them off these plantations with nothing now we didn't end up getting it and we got messed over by the freak with the freeman's bureau bank and all of that you know but we persevered so in a way what she's saying but eh, the thing is is you know the the republicans now will tell you well like don jay with the toupee said hey what do you got to lose well here's the thing if we give you the vote it, it's again not earned now now we're 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 we're, we're vote trolling well, I'm mad at the Democrats because they ain't gave us nothing. And Lyndon B. Johnson said, I'm going to have you niggas voting for 140 years. <laughs> let them Negroes vote. Just let them, just let the niggas vote. You know what I'm saying? But then now we're like, okay, well, I'm mad at them. They ain't giving me nothing. So let me go over here and just vote. You know, it's almost like black folks, shout out to my nigga Simba Ali. I'm playing the jukebox. Black folks, what they want to do is we want an emotional vote sometimes. Man, that nigga riding 22-inch rims. I'm about to go get some 24s. Well, that nigga never liked you anyway. (laughs) That nigga never liked you anyway. He never liked you anyway. And so we're like, well, you know, he got the 22s. And I want to outdo him with the 24s. You see what I'm saying? So we don't want, we don't want to look at it this way. You know, we're under, we're under a lot of duress and we got to be strategic. If we're going to go to the polls, if you're going to get pneumonia, going to the polls, I mean, damn right now it's negative three degrees. I'm not going out to the damn polls. I'm not going to go out to the polls, man. Because you end up with Negroes like this. Now, you know, I was going to cover this alongside because there's another thing that I wanted to do. As y'all could tell, and I'm congested tonight. I really so appreciate y'all tuning in, man. We're getting more subscribers. We're almost at 500 subscribers, man. It's been three years since I started this podcast up. I got rid of my, a lot of my old broadcast. Y'all don't understand how much it means to me. That y'all are still liking and subscribing my shit. Y- you could be sitting up somewhere listening to something else. I'm gonna start shortening my broadcast a little bit. I think I talk too long. Do y'all agree with that? Hit the like button. Put a comment in. If you think I talk too long and you want a shorter one, let's do a shorter one. If you want a longer one, we're gonna keep it going. But you know how pathetic this is. This is from the Atlantic Journal Constitution. Fannie the Mammy, she got up here. Fulton DA defends special prosecutor during church speech. She speaks publicly since the first time of her bombshell allegations. So she goes to the big Bethel AME church, honoring Dr. Martin Luther King on Sunday. and i think i'm gonna steal this image <laughs> how do i steal how do i get this image how do i copy this image is saving it as an avs file or it's, i don't know so she does a special tribute honoring dr martin luther king while locking niggas up left and right in atlanta man do y'all know that the police union they put her they put her in office. A police union, they they sponsored her. But anyway, do you know how pathetic it is that you have to go to a church to render some black? See, she's doing the sister girl thing again. And it's very, very covert because she's likely a foundational. I don't think she's an immigrant. I think she's she's a freedman. I think she's from here, so we can't really question some of her black American credentials. I think she's from here so she could come in as a Trojan horse to say, well, look, you know, I'm here to get rid of the crime. I want to get rid of the young thugs, you know, all, all these criminal niggas. And it doesn't look bad because you got a black person that's saying that. But look at this, the fact that she has to speak publicly at a black church, one of the most and y'all, y'all know my position on a lot of re- religious establishments, especially large congregations and all of that. I know that a lot of times when you sitting up there looking, look at these Negroes. You got a Rufus. You got a Rufus sitting up there, and Deacon Leslie. You got Rufus and you got Deacon Leslie sitting up there in the pew. Fulton County DA Fanny Willis on Sunday defended the special prosecutor overseeing the Donald Trump election interference case amid bombshell allegations. The two are having an improper relationship. Did I read that wrong? Let me read it again. Cause I don't know who, who wrote this article Fulton County DA Fannie Willis on Sunday defended the special prosecutor overseeing the Trump election interference case amid bombshell allegations. The two are have okay. I don't know. It, it sounds kind of like a run on sentence. Speaking publicly for the first time since last week's court fouling, accusing her of hiring a romantic partner to help prosecute the former president, Willis told the congregation at Bethel A.M.E. Church that attorney Nathan Wade is a legal superstar who was uniquely qualified for the role. What the hell does that got to do with Dr. King? What's up with these Negroes, man? And this nigga up here looking like a lizard well what's really up with these negroes nobody am i the only person that doesn't see the disrespect king was for reparations king was for reparations he was like man land grant college funds king realized the we shall overcome he said man I done put my people in a burning bush. He said, The way that I'm going about this ain't going to work. We need to make this an economic thing. And they realize the power of the black American. They understand the spirit of the black American. They're like, Wait a minute. If these Negroes start organizing, that's why I had to, to get rid of Chairman Fred and all them if they start organizing and they start feeding the children and they start using militarized forces to stop some of these race soldiers. And if they start saying, well, we'll educate ourselves, we'll feed ourselves, we'll empower our own people by doing the right thing and we'll protect our neighborhoods. Okay. Them niggas got to go. So they say he's a legal superstar who's uniquely qualified for the role Now she felt she had to say that at the church. That shows she's in trouble. Bear with me, y'all. I'm congested. Got to give y'all the message. Without ever addressing him by name, Willis referred to Wade as a great friend and a great lawyer. Now, you notice how she didn't say his name? Why did she want to go to Destiny's Child route? Say my name, say my name. Say that nigga's name. She didn't even want to say that nigga's name a great friend and a great lawyer and said he is paid the same hourly rate as the other two special prosecutors hired to assist with the case. Now she didn't do this at a news conference because they knew that she would get trashed. She went to the black touch. Hold on. she went to the black chucks this is what she did she went to the black chucks (laughs) fair use youtube fair use hold on let's 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 get the right music going on here man. She went to the Black Chucks because she knew that if she went anywhere else, she was going to get trampled on the media. So she went to the Fried Chicken, Collard Green, Pig Feet, Pork and Bean, AMB Bethel Chucks. That's what she went and did. And she didn't even say this dude's name she did not confirm or deny that the two are romantically linked you know what that means now it says last week's court filing from defendant and former trump campaign operative michael roman alleges that willis hired wade After they became romantically involved and that Wade, a private attorney, paid for vacations, he took Willis using the Fulton County funds his law firm received for work on the elections case. That sounds about right, Atlanta. The document did not include any concrete evidence but indicated that some relevant information was included in Wade's sealed divorce proceedings. This nigga divorced his wife and he was running around with her as a side chick atlanta romans attorney ashley merchant has said she's trying to get those records unsealed county records show that wade who led prosecutors presentation to the special grand jury signed off on subpoenas interviewed key witnesses and negotiated immunity deals in the case has been paid nearly six hundred and fifty-four thousand dollars in legal fees since january 20 uh 2022. Critics of the, of the Trump probe Excuse me. Critics of the Trump probe have seized the news to question Willis's judgment and frame the case as irreparably tainted. Oh, Chris Edwards the organist, he's going to work. Oh, he's going to work. Moments after Willis remarks in Atlanta, Trump was at a pre-caucus rally in Indianola, Iowa, saying the allegations against Willis and Wade are proof the case against him should be dropped. Now listen what Teflon Don said. He said, You saw Fannie Willis gave her boyfriend a million bucks to go get Trump right, he said exaggerating the amount the special prosecutor has been paid so far for his work on the case she's been exposed i can't imagine they could continue with that case emotional at times during her 35 minute speech why the hell does she need a 35 minute speech i'm man i'm playing these organs as i see fit willis read from a letter that she said she pinned a god during a particularly trying week Trying week from what? You got your boyfriend paid $600,000. You got Donald J with the toupee indicted. Oh, she's playing this light skin thing up real good. <laughs> oh, she's playing this up real good. You were like, well, DP, you a light skin nigga. How can you say that? Oh, I know the light skin role. Oh, yeah, she's playing this up real good. Oh, let listen to this. Standing in front of the choir during the historic black shirts martin luther king jr themed service willis noted that the other two special prosecutors on the trump case john floyd and anna green cross are both white she did not mention those two by name they only attacked one willis told the congregation first thing they say oh she's gonna play the race card now willis said but no god is is isn't it them that's playing the race card when they only question one Isn't it them playing the race card when they constantly think I need someone from some other jurisdiction in some other state to tell me how to do my job? I've been doing almost 30 years. Get your ass out of here. Miss Police Union. Floyd, a prominent expert on racketeering laws. On has been consulting with Willis's office on Trump and the young slime life Rico cases for almost three years. Cross, known for her experience arguing high-profile cases, let me turn up my organ, because you know it's gonna be some you know it's gonna be some Chicken Negro cap going on here. Cross, known for her experience arguing high-profile cases, including the Dunwoody Daycare and Jamil El-Amin El- murder cases, has been deployed twice by Willis to argue during two key courtroom moments in the Trump case. According to billing documents reviewed by the Atlantic Journal Constitution, Cross's firm has been paid almost $43,000 for her work on the election interference case, and Floyd has been paid $73,000 by the DA's office. See, listen, this brings me to something else. The Atlantic Journal Constitution, interesting, that's the same media platform that tried to prevent that white dude from doing the investigation on the sundown towns ain't that something do y'all remember that let me find a book there was a book and not, I'm not talking about the one of James James W. Lowen there was another sundown Town book about Forsyth County forsyth county damn what is it called man i got the book i know what i'm gonna do yeah we gotta take a trip down memory we gotta take a trip down the do we gotta take a trip down the liberal limousine of memory lane or, or or the conservative Hold on hold on atlanta constitution journal damn hold on let me go back let me go back okay it's not it's not letting me look it up let me let me go wait a minute bear with me y'all Bear with me, y'all. Hold on. See, that's what I like about this podcast. Y'all are patient with a nigga. I can start editing. I should have had my music playing Or I went and poured me up a little more Okay Now Before we keep on going now we're going to keep it going We're an hour in I'm going to find this I'm going to find this because this is important Atlanta Journal Constitution Now, don't take my word for it Sundown Town Oh, let me see where it's at sundown town come on come on come on come on sundown towns university system of georgia race and reckoning in forsyth county remember i talked to y'all many many years ago oprah went down there and man in 1982 in forsyth county i was told that that county was like sun like real sundown townish they had some singing Negroes that went out there man back in the day and man they told their ass to get up out of there but there was a jeez oh, i'm gonna find this y'all i am going to find this it was a dude there was a movie you know what i'm not even gonna do all that man i'm about to just go to youtube and type in sundown town and y'all could do it with me sundown town it's a documentary Called. It looks like a brother said he's sneaking back into America's most racist town. Harrison, Arkansas is really the most racist town. Okay, I'm at the l- look at this Anna. Okay, ain't no niggas allowed. Somebody went to Anna. But oh they're not really showing. They're not showing this sundown town man now lovecraft country did it did a real good sundown town. that was creepy when i first seen that it was called now washington post has something the former sundown town expelled 1100 black residents in a racial cleansing but man it's called Jeez, what is oh banished there we go it's called banished banished yes it was called banished all right let me type in banished sundown yep banished the ethnic cleansing of blacks in america this was done some time ago and i'm looking at some of the comments where somebody says as i did my research paper on reparations i drove through the wards where most of the black community lives and was taken aback that there were no black cemeteries around the, c- the city built over them high and businesses now stand over these graves see that's another thing when people say stuff slick about uh, about black folks here these are the kind of things we had to deal with as well now in a minute i'm going to start talking about the plantation industrial complex but while this is still here, I think I'm going to re upload this. Let me download this right now, YouTube to MP4, because I'm going to, I'm going to re upload this documentary for y'all. Hopefully they don't take it down, but I'm going to re upload this for y'all. So y'all could see it for yourself because I don't, uh, I don't, I don't think we're really going to have too many issues and whatnot, but let me go ahead and, um, download this. Cause this is a documentary that your children and every, everybody needs to see this. All right. Let me see. It's called banished. The ethnic cleansing of blacks in America that that's the name. All right. So let me go ahead. I'm getting into something. I'm not babbling. Y'all I'm not babbling. Don't, 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 don't hit me with the babbling. Oh, he's babbling. No, I'm not babbling. I'm trying to get to it. There was a white dude that worked for the Atlantic journal constitution. I bought the book. And he did this documentary. This is him here. Let me see.
2: The forced expulsion of African-Americans. I am shocked yet not completely surprised that this history has remained hidden for all these years. Elliot Jaspin has been investigating the-
0: Elliot Jaspin. That was his name. See, man, when you do like us, see, we different than the baby boomers, man. We be looking stuff up. We don't be- Using all that old, you forgot, you got the votes and all of this kind of stuff. Elliot Jaspin. Okay, so he wrote the book called Buried in the Bitter Waters. Yes, Buried in the Bitter Waters. Is he still alive? Pulitzer Prize winning American journalist. Yeah, when he was trying to get information about this man, he got a lot of pushback. He published his book in 2006. Um... And I bought this book. I bought this book because when I watched hidden colors and I started learning more about sundown towns because you know, the old Negroes, they didn't tell us anything about it, but when, when I started learning about sundown towns and hidden colors, you know how, you know, millennials are, we, we, we keep searching. We keep searching and we keep searching and we keep searching, but he worked for the Atlantic journal constitution. That's why something really popped up in my head. I said, man, the, the, the Atlantic journal constitution, what is it about them? Because they, they were, they're, they're phrasing this as, they're phrasing this as, uh, like they're trying to save this woman. So then look, it says, how come God, the same black man, she said, how come God the same black man I hired was acceptable when a Republican in another county hired him and paid him twice the rate? She asked to a smack, to a smat a smattering of cheers and applause, why is the white male Republican judgment good enough but the black female Democrats not? Okay, so you know what that is. You know what she's playing. You know what she's really playing. Because the bottom line is this you're a black woman that got the police union to back you. This is the same police union and the same police that killed that brother over at Wendy's was a Rayshard Brooks. They killed that brother over at Wendy's. They didn't want the DA power, the hood rat vote, the Nissan Altima hood rat vote didn't want Paul Howard in there. He was trying to prosecute the race. social. I ain't heard about that case since. Okay. And now she's saying, how is the same black man I hired acceptable when a Republican in another county hired him and paid him twice the rate? So, what is your point here? If another Republican paid him before, now she's trying to make a it, rule. Well, it's just all about me. Why is the white male Republican's judgment good enough, but the black female Democrats not? Now, We're not going to play that game with you because you don't use the same energy that you using on thug that you use the white supremacists that are in the police force. You ain't going to prosecute no crooked cop like that. Let's not do that. Let's not do that. So, yeah, she's playing it up. Oh yeah, look at the old church Negroes, look at Rufus. See, this This looks good on paper. It looks really, really good on paper because you gotta see all the black folks are eating up, you got the deacon, they putting their hand on them, oh, I'm doing so well, I'm really trying to do, this is sister girl Kamala all over again, y'all, but it looks good because she's one of us. You see what i'm saying it looks good pastor john foster bishop reginald t jackson yeah it looks good it really looks good because if you sat there and you talked with her it'd probably be like man oh this this the home girl this auntie this is you know what i'm saying she i mean she's playing it up yes sir she is Let's get into a little history right here. Now they say to go ahead and read this before I play. Now this is from more threads. You got to follow them on the gram. This is a Gullah presentation taken by a visitor at a former slave plantation in Mount Pleasant, South Carolina called Boone Plantation. Yes, slave plantations are actually still in business and are all over the U.S. despite people believing they're only in the South. Now, when I went to New Orleans, I did go on a plantation. Yeah, they still make money off them. Absolutely. Simply put, Gullah Geechee people are descendants of those who were enslaved on the rice indigo, indigo and sea island cotton plantations of the lower Atlantic coast. Pretty much Georgia, Florida, South Carolina, parts of North Carolina. The nature of their enslavement on isolated islands and coastal plantations allowed them to create a unique food, or I'm saying... I'm sorry, create a unique culture of food, herbs, music, language. Many of these things can still benefit from today. I challenge you not to only look them up, but to check if you have any relation. Many do and may not be aware. The contributions of the Gullah Geechee are endless. Many are also unaware of not only their ability to survive but fight back. The post topic is Gullah Geechee. Everything I felt I needed to say in this post is here. This is not a post to tell people what they need to do for you to scold people. don't do what you think they should be doing create competition between generations or north and the south etc anything that could take my post off topic by my standards will be deleted happy soul sunday and black american freedmen so i'm gonna replay i'm gonna turn this all the way up and i'm gonna replay uh the sister speaking here
2: We couldn't depend on them fellas in the big house to take care of we if we fall fit. Oh no sir. But thank God there was always a man or a woman in the group of we people that knew all the herbs, all the spices, all the roots and the trees, everything in the river and everything outside the river they could use for take care of body. And we call them fellas the root doctor. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not to be confused with the root doctor, the root doctor they knew how to cook and put them herbs together. Sea muckle, pine tarp, red oak bark, white oak bark, terry rook, snake root, ooh, the crab, fig tree, peach tree. If anybody in the Gullah family had a toothache, they would blow smoke from a pipe in your tooth or in your ear to cure you of the toothache or air If you had been bleeding profusely from a cut or a wound, they would throw a half a teaspoon of sugar in the wound to stop the bleeding. If you had a deep cut or so this
0: sister was basically breaking down, like not voodoo, but root work. Like they could take sugar and put it in like a wound, stop the bleeding. Um, blow smoke, and um, forgot what she said, but you, you could blow smoke. You know, curing ailment. You know, ailments using herbs I and mean, using roots. You see, I want to get into something else here. I want to get into something else here. I think I'm going to save some of these other little things. There's been a program that I've been looking at. I've been talking about this for a while, especially when I went down to New Orleans and I seen them billboards saying our kids shouldn't be in Angola. And then there were some articles that came out a couple different times that talked about how black folks, they were sending teens to Angola. Now, as y'all know, Angola is a former plantation still a plantation and that plantation cuz I'm gonna call it the plantation industrial complex people call it correctional facilities there's nothing being corrected the plantation industrial complex in Angola um they still got niggas working in them fields they still got them working in them fields And I have always heard about Angola. They call it the Alcatraz of the South because it's surrounded by water. Well, why would you surround a prison by water? What would you do that? Isolation is one reason. Another reason is psychological effects. I believe they talked about that in Hidden Colors, the psychological effects. If they call Angola the Alcatraz of the South, that would be a perfect reason. Um, There are some things that I heard and some things... Um, that were talked about, uh, that you never really get a detailed account because, you know, a lot of them Southern prisons, I'm telling you, anytime you got somewhere where, you know, like Rikers Island, they done did a thousand documentaries. Anytime you got places where they ain't really trying to do documentaries, that tells you a lot. That tells you a lot. So, you know, that makes it even more dangerous when you have people like the Fannies, the Fanny, and the Mammies, because as they're sending brothers and sisters to jail, when they go into these institutions, you know, whether or not they did the crime, they're going into these institutions that are ran like plantations back in the, in, you know, in the early South. That's why I don't really have any respect for them because this is below subhuman on the way that they run these places. You see what I'm saying? If you want to talk about law and order, man, you you could forget about that. There's somebody I employ y'all to take a look at. I've looked at pretty much, and and this is brutal. This stuff that I'm getting ready to play is brutal, but well needed. And we need to know there hasn't really been an intricate, in a detailed analysis and statements on what goes on uh, in those institutions to this degree. And you could tell that he's telling the truth. So I started looking at a lot of that.
5: Sleep late, lose weight. We go to child, we go to workforce. So,
2: this
0: particular okay. day, everybody's fine. Oh, uh, hold on. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I, I made it too loud. My bad. Because I had some other stuff that I want to play too that that goes along with that Some 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 root stuff. This brother is basically detailing what happened in a lot of those institutions down there in Louisiana. Louisiana seems like a whole different animal. It sounds like a whole different animal, man. So I'm going to read some of these articles. I'm going to go in between these articles and y'all are definitely going to want to check out G street news network. Y'all definitely want to check that dude out. So I want to play this right here and then we'll kind of go through it.
5: Uh, we are gonna get right into this episode, but before we do, I would like to fair use YouTube, fair use. Uh, just ask some questions before. Okay. First, I'm gonna give you a scenario. Just say a guy came to a prison. We got an inmate, and to whoever a listen, he's saying he's innocent. He's innocent. He's innocent. And you already find that the system is in a breach because they sent him to this prison before he can even finish his trial and get his time.
0: Now that's another thing. Do I have any listeners out there in new Orleans or, you know, saying Louisiana or the South the, the way I've heard stories where his trial isn't even done, you know, the, the way it typically works. Especially up here in Minnesota and stuff, you don't get sent like our main correctional facilities. You have Red Wing; the women usually go to that. You got St. Cloud; they do that for classification. That's like a level four. You got Fairboat. You got Oak Park Heights. That's the supermax. That's the main. You really got to do some bullshit if you end up over there. You you know that's for supposed to be the worst of the worst or whatever. It's like a it's it's like underground. You got. Still water, that's a that's a level four. I, I could tell I, I'm not saying I'm not saying none of them are no joke. Or I'm not saying they're they're a joke, but according to his statements, the Louisiana places, the Louisiana corrective facilities, it man our level five Supermax here in Minnesota. It's probably like they level twos or level threes, the way that how they get down and how brutal the guards are and how brutal the the, the brutality is. Hold on. Okay, so um, they talk about okay. Let me keep going. Oh, let me get back to it. Okay, I got it. I'm trying to figure out how do you get sent to a prison and you haven't even had your trial how do they send you to an actual prison and you haven't been convicted yet I think that's crazy and every time you look around
5: the detectives are coming to this prison and pulling this guy out of his cell out the tier and they question him They question him, interrogate him, interrogate him, interrogate him, you know. And this happened maybe twice a week. And they keep doing this for about three months straight with this little guy. And this little guy is from New Orleans, Louisiana. And he tells you this story. He say, hey, I was on my way to work. And a a car, a police car comes up to me. And they ask me where I'm on my way to. And I say, I'm on my way to work. And the police officer begins to tell him, hey, we had a homicide in this area. Uh, Would you mind coming to the crime scene and talk to the detective and tell him anything
0: that you might've seen or heard or anything to help with it. Now, right there, that should have been a lawyer at that point, but the brother, you know, he's thinking like, oh, you know, I'm innocent. I'm on my way to work. Ain't nothing, ain't nothing going on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'll come talk to you. This investigation. And the little guy says, okay, let's go.
5: So he gets in the car and he goes with the police officer to the crime scene. And when he gets there, he finds out that a tourist, a lady, was murdered. And her husband immediately identifies him as the guy who killed his wife. Now, this little 17-year-old guy is going to be tried as an adult.
0: Now, keep in mind, this is a kid. Keep in mind, y'all, this is a kid. This is a child, right? But they're not looking at it like that. This is a child. This dude's on his way to work. You doing the right thing. And with no evidence You got some dude That basically just says He did it Now remember He's 17 Okay
5: Now a couple days later A homeless guy Finds the woman purse And everything In a garbage can As he's You know Going about Scavenging and stuff So he calls the police With the purse And inside the purse is still $1,200. Now, this little guy is maybe about seven miles away from the crime scene. And where they find the purse at is about 20 miles in the opposite direction. And all this had just happened maybe like 30 minutes before they picked the little guy up. His mom had just seen him get up in his boxes, brush his teeth, get dressed. His brother seen him, his dad seen him. And now remember, the purse is about 20 miles the other way. Now you know that's about a 30 minute drive or 40 minute drive, but this little guy is on feet. Now just with those facts alone, I wanna know y'all honest opinion. Do you think this little guy was capable of, in 30 minutes, getting to that crime scene that's seven miles away from where he's at now, killing that woman stealing her purse, and going 20 miles in the opp- opposite direction on feet, dumping the purse, and making it back to that spot where they picked him up at? No answers could be wrong.
0: You know what I'm saying? I just now think about that y'all this is what they're doing in louisiana to black folks they're not doing this to immigrants they're not doing this to lgbt they're doing this to black americans this isn't an isolated case can't be what do y'all think what do y'all think happened in that situation what do y'all think happened in that situation well speaking of louisiana i found an article that says why deaths in louisiana are on the rise now this is from september 11 2023 baton rouge louisiana by robbie chavez monica henry and reginald Santenac were high school sweethearts they met as teens went to prom together became adults together for the last 34 years they were husband and wife in every sense of the word even after Santenac entered prison at 25 the summer with the possibility of an early release in the next two or three years they started to make plans to finally get married on the night of july 7th they spent time talking by phone and about what they need to do to stay on track 12 years later or 12 hours later, Santiago was dead, found lifeless in his prison cell. Henry said he died of a fentanyl overdose though. The 49 year old spent years behind bars. The two made a life together quote. I absolutely did not accept this. I thought they'd give him, I thought they'd give him back alive maybe they said I thought they'd get him back alive I don't know I keep saying to myself that I have to accept that he's not coming back it's the hardest thing Henry said as she cried we had a real relationship it wasn't no jailhouse romance we didn't have physical intimacy but we had something so much deeper we were soulmates Santanac was serving a life sentence for second degree murder at the Louisiana State Penitentiary at Angola a facility with a brutal past located on a former slave plantation a U.S. district judge recently condemned the prison, saying access to medical care was unconstitutionally inadequate and deaths of incarcerated people are the result of overwhelming deficiencies. Now, let me get into that for a minute. Where is this at here? I had an article talking about that Okay, that's not the one, but we'll, we'll we'll get into that one in a minute. But I had an article about that. I had I definitely had an article about it. And this one will blow you away but let's come back to it let me see if I can find it is this the one no that ain't the one but that that one's gonna get the stats jeez my goodness. Let me see if I can find it. I don't know where my stuff is whenever I need it, man. It's kind of irritating. Let me close this right here, but anyway, let's go back to yeah, let's go back to the article because basically when they talked about the u s district judge recently condemned the prison. But they're not doing anything about it and see here's the thing that shows a separation between louisiana and united states you haven't heard nothing from biden and kamala not a word they know what's going on down there if i know they know angola has been a problem for a long time so that goes to show it's a bunch of good old boys that's running it that says that says pretty much everything overwhelming deficiencies Now, Santiac is one of the growing number of people who have died in Louisiana state prisons, jails, and juvenile detention centers, according to a report released in June from Loyola University New Orleans Incarceration Transparency Project. Known deaths increased from 129 to 193, a nearly 50% increase from 2019 to 2021, the reports found. Since 2015, there has been 1168 total known deaths, according to public records, Requests filled with more than 120 facilities and six coroners in the state. Loyola's report is university's second analysis of this collected data and the first to include deaths related to COVID-19. While medical conditions remain the primary cause of death, other causes such as suicides and drug overdoses reached a high in 2021. Now listen to this. Okay, guys, we're
5: going to pick this up from that night where we left off. So that's when everything began to happen and things get real crazy. So let's get started. So we all in our bed going to sleep. And we wake up to a bunch of screaming and fighting. And I mean, sound like somebody fighting for their life. Get on me, dog. Get on me. You must be crazy, boy. Get up, me. Hey, help me, dog. Help me. Boy, it's prison policies. Can't nobody help you. Damn.
0: We- Hold on. Wait a minute. That ain't the one. There was one. Let me see. Is this the right one? And from around all the drama that's been going on,
5: you got the music playing, you know, asking the inmates some questions. So we like, oh, maybe you, Sergeant Larry, went in. So we work for about another hour, then, oh, what Beast did, huh? Do that shit and walk around talking. They had to put the guards back within the week. Pissed off by ass niggas. Sudden, you hear some hollering open the door and he see tattoo man chasing behind him look everybody is some shit, but not too much but we kind of looking to see beast kind of struggling inside the cell and some shit going on in the cell and his head and okay beast let's here it is going on in the cell and much but we kind of looking to see what's about to transpire because he's talking to beast now after a while of them talking beast pushes him Fair and use, you two. Us back Fair use. Cell. Now they're on the top tier. Now we lose sight of them, so everybody kind of standing up. And most of us standing on top of the benches. So all we could do is make out shit. And you see the dude and Beast kind of struggling inside the cell. And some shit going on in the cell. And this go on for about 10, 15 minutes. Until finally, they emerge from the cell. And Beast got a sheet wrapped and tied around this dude's neck. Now for a minute. They just stay up there and beating dude ass, stomping dude like a motherfucker. We gonna kill your motherfucking ass. So while Beast still beating the fuck out of dude, one of his focus just tie the fucking sheet onto the motherfucking uh, top of the tier bar. Then Beast pick this man up over his head and throws him on the other side of the fucking rail and snaps his motherfucking neck. No lie. And this man ain't got no friends or nobody who gives a fuck about him in here. So this man hangs from this fucking balcony until the guards come in and yell lights out. Lights out, lockdown. Oh, we got a suicide. I need assistance. We got a suicide. So without the guard even knowing what the fuck just happened, he radios, it's a suicide. So they come in with the expectations of a suicide so they never investigates no father because the guard radio it was a suicide
0: sounds familiar don't that sound familiar to y'all how many how many lynchings have been considered a suicide see they don't they're not investigating none of this they're like okay y'all a bunch of animals it's just a suicide
5: they just come in and takes this man down Put him on a stretcher and rolls him the fuck out and locks us back in this motherfucker. Sleep late, lose weight. We go to child, we go to workforce. Now this particular day, Sergeant Larry come walking up with another known rapper dude. I mean, one of them dudes that think he harder than life itself. So at this time, we was just not on the hall, so we went back on in the carpool and we weighed good until Sergeant Larry take his ass. And shop and when they go and shop and we hear that door close we haul ass back on the hall everybody laughing they anxious to see if this nigga stand up like he be talking
0: now sergeant Larry I need y'all to understand this this character that he that he was talking about this person that was in this prison he didn't say the prison names I'm gonna break them down what to find out because this information has to be exposed this sergeant would pick a list out of small inmates he would catch them and then he'd lock them up in the room and basically threaten them. so he threatened to violate him and basically said all right get down on your knees do this do that third whatever the case may be or i'm just gonna beat you to death and that's what he would do so you have the inmates as predators you have the guards as predators and that's what's going on in these prisons in louisiana on a high rate that's why i played that where they talked about suicide so it says now this guy's wife said the the santiac he was in good spirits we had a future he wanted a life out of prison he got his GED, earned certificates he was doing the work that was necessary to function in society and get out how do we go from talking and then a few hours later he's gone now santiac had been on lockdown recently isolated without any contact except prison guards who are expected to do routine checks after the COVID lockdowns he struggled to talk openly about how he and others turned to drugs it turned it started to get the best of him that's why we started self-medicating with drugs as a way of coping he wasn't handling it well he tried to quit cold turkey so they said fentanyl is the issue um now listen to this Andrea Armstrong, a professor at Loyola university, new Orleans college of law and lead author of the report said deaths in custody should be rare events given 24 seven staffing proximity to, uh, emergency healthcare in the contained environment. When a death behind bars occurs, our state owes the families of descendants and the public a full explanation. She asked, she added yet this information, has not been publicly available until now armstrong said because no single authority in louisiana is required to collect such data so anything can happen to you they don't have to say anything quote louisiana's prisons jails and detention centers operate without independent oversight mandatory standards or public transparency the report said they are only required to report deaths of people serving sentences to the coroner. Parish jails only have to report deaths of people detained pending trial to their local coroner. Don't that sound familiar? Don't that sound like this here?
2: And You could stay here and we could marry up and raise youngins just to be strong and happy as we'd be.
5: Surely would be fine. Got no time for dreaming. Excepting about you, Kizzy.
2: Then ain't nothing for it. But to find you a sure way past them patrollers.
5: Better to take three, four moons to reach across. West.
1: That's where the sun's setting, don't nobody know where you sun's going. Fair use, you two. Fair use. South. Ah, that's the place where the works niggas till they drops dead like a horse.
4: Sounds like
1: North the place to be. Not for you, child. Don't you think about North. that would be trouble. You just stay right where you at. You still don't know where that be. Don't matter. Thing is, you stay here. That's why I name you Kizzy. Cause in Mandinka talk, that means you stay put. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Where are you two going? We're on our master's business, boss. What's that Hall Steven? No, sir. No, we got traveling passes. What's your name? Toby and Kizzy. Show the passes,
6: Kizzy.
0: Show the passes. Don't this sound familiar? This, he can't even read. Get over here and read this. You you see that? These rednecks couldn't even read. Get over
5: here and read. Virgil, get over here and read this.
1: Yeah. That's what it says. Toby Reynolds and Kizzy Reynolds. He belongs to Dr. Reynolds. He know my
5: master. Master Greaves. I ain't no runaway. I was thrown off the plantation. These are slave stealers. They stole me away to sell me south. Tell my master. Tell my message. Ah!
0: So s- keep in mind. D- keep in mind. You had. White men that was going around and get stealing slaves. They were supposed to be hung for that. Oh, yeah. They were stealing slaves. Stealing slaves and selling them to other people. Human trafficking.
5: Here, get out of here. Don't pay him no mind. Lying niggas, say anything. You hear me
1: good? That's some, boss.
2: That could have been Noah, Papa. Same thing could be happening to him. I know it. I, I just feel it in my bones. He's free. <laughs> That's Ada. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Oh, me oh. oh that's jail. that's jail. Oh, the jail. Oh.
0: There you go. Louisiana prisons, jails, and detention centers operate without independent oversight. So what that means in in code, they could do what the hell they want. Public records. Compliance is not uniform. And as a result, Armstrong said the database is admittedly incomplete and presents only a snapshot of known deaths behind bars. What that means is they could just kill niggas left and right. And you wouldn't even know it. Listen to this santiago santiacs uh santanax life matters henry said despite his conviction of a serious crime as do the lives of all incarcerated or detained people she said the prison is yet to offer an explanation of of how her husband died the jail has never even called me when i was looking at this g street news network with this brother's name g when he's breaking down how the louisiana prisons operate it's it's immensely it immensely correlates to these reports and all of these articles that i talk about he's not lying about this every step of the way you had situations where dudes was killed stabbed up in the shower the ceos completely corrupt that's just the culture and guess what the families may not have even known if one of their loved ones was killed for weeks months they didn't even tell him she said the jail has never even called me the only reason I know anything is because incarcerated people from back there begin to share stuff with me he talks about that on on his YouTube channel a lot why didn't anyone take it more seriously people just think well these people are thrown away but we all mess up we all make mistakes he acknowledged the wrong that he did he took accountability for it this should not even have happened now listen to this advocates like the Reverend Alexis Anderson who was a member of the East Baton Rouge prison uh, Paris prison reform coalition said there's no fundamental obligation that a prison or jail has than keeping people inside safe and alive prisons are deadly dehumanizing and quite frankly it's an abyssal abysmal failure If the point of housing people in carceral facilities is restoration, we're not doing that. We're separating families. How many more have to die? She added, this is a completely solvable problem. We are an outlier in every sense of the world in Louisiana. There's more than 28,000 people currently incarcerated in state and local facilities, according to the state corrections department. Louisiana has not only the highest per capita incarceration rate, according to a Prison Policy Institute analysis of federal and state data, but also the highest in custody mortality rate in 2019. I remember Little Boosie was talking about that on YouTube. He said, "You are guaranteed to go to prison in Louisiana. You are guaranteed." I want to play another article. here is this it now remember what we talked about Now this is in Alabama but this is pertinent to Louisiana as well now this is a dude is talking about how the guards are nowhere to be found in Alabama Department of Corrections so just mimic just mimic Louisiana and you'll see how it goes. That's
6: Ain't nobody in here. Ain't no police in the queue. None. Ain't no police in the dorm.
1: Nowhere in the dorm. We locked in. Look at all the codes right there. We locked in. What if a fire break out? What if uh what if uh what if somebody gets stabbing on each other? What happens then? Ain't no police. None Anywhere in the dorm. That's the cube. Ain't nobody in here. Ain't no police
6: in the cube. None. Ain't no police. So he's
0: in showing that the police, they probably off there effing off somewhere. They're not doing anything. They said there's no police in the cube and they're locked in. He's saying if a fire breaks out, what what, what happens if a fire breaks out? now check this out this is another website that i want to uh check out and then we'll go through this report and we'll go through a couple other support uh uh maybe i'll make this something i might wrap it up in a little bit maybe i'll make this something where we just kind of go through another check this out east baton rouge prison and juvenile detention center task force has taken a look inside the ebr paris prison now they've known what i'm saying is is like they said, there's no oversight. So, But they've people have known about this prison for forever. But when you see this, it's gonna blow you away.
5: Conditions. Rats in decaying conditions. Now
4: that's what EBR leaders say they found inside the parish prison. Fox 44 Sudan Britain takes a tour with a task force put together to make a change.
6: You could end up here in this facility spending days and times in a dilapidated, situation or anywhere up to a year.
0: Council member Daryl Hurst says the conditions have to change inside the walls of the East Baton Rouge Parish prison.
6: A new facility is the only thing that makes sense.
0: Hurst and other city leaders got a first hand look at how inmates are living. <laughs> Council members found mold rats and cells in desperate need of repairs and say a new building for
2: the inmates should be built.
6: What we need to do is get together as a community, put together a new facility and make sure that we have the best and brightest running it. Right
0: now, Hearst says they don't have the right resources to build one and says a tax is needed.
6: Uh, If you saw how it looks, you're gonna have two options. Either we do it or the federal government would do it and under consent decree you spend a whole lot more money.
0: Hearst says the community must get involved with this process.
6: So I'm encouraging the citizens to get involved, to come to our meetings, to ensure that we have the best facilities and the best assets in the the city parish.
0: Sudan Britain, Fox 44 News. So what they did is they could show you pieces. They didn't really show you everything, but when I seen these rats, I mean, these weren't mice, these were rats. These were rats up in this spot. Um, it does absolutely need to be condemned, but they don't have any interest on in doing that again. Now, it says, our state and federal government are constitutionally obligated. You heard the word constitutionally obligated. Now, why they while there are, while uh, Kuala and Jim Crow Joe are overriding and violating the Constitution, they should be brought up on charges to do uh, what they're doing while they are willingly and overtly violating our constitution right in front of our damn faces you have constitutional violations left and right going on for american black citizens down in louisiana Our state and federal government are constitutionally obligated to provide safe and humane conditions for incarcerated people, said Armstrong, a national expert on prison and jail conditions. The hope is that by publishing this information, administrators of this facility can recognize the ways in which they can do better. They have no intention of doing better in Louisiana, the people that control it. Now look at this. When Congress passed the death and custody reporting act more than two decades ago, it was an initial step towards more accurate and complete information regarding this data. Now this brother that was talking on G street news network, um, he, he was basically talking about on how you have inmates that were just letting folks get killed and letting stuff go on and whatnot. And, you know they literally were allowing people to get stabbed and uh violated in there and a lot of times they'd be setting these traps up and then if they beat an inmate because if an inmate didn't want to do what they wanted to do they would beat an inmate to death and they would just get on the radio and say oh he committed suicide or whatever the case it may be Researchers found that suicides, drug overdose, and deadly accidents. See, when they say deadly accidents, what did they? Were worse in Louisiana's local parish jails, which housed both people convicted of crimes and those awaiting trial. The report found that while parish jails accounted for 25% of all known deaths from 2015 to 2021, they accounted for 61% suicides and 54% of overdose over deaths. The data from Armstrong also shows that one in four incarcerated people due to violence were housed primarily in local jails. One in four, 40%. And that's probably the low number. So basically if you go into one of these kind institutions, you're on your own, you are literally on your own. this brother was talking about these things that happened in the, in, in the mid nineties it wasn't that that wasn't that long ago which means this stuff is probably likely still occurring in the way that he spoke about it it seemed like they didn't have any cameras and this is in the mid-90s not much has changed in eight years frank's a founding member of the east baton rouge Paris prison reform coalition is now helping a family who has experienced a similar death of a loved one being detained in jail because he couldn't post bail now this brother was um says lyndon franks has been has been asking for accountability since 2015 when her son Lamar Alexander Johnson was pulled over during a traffic stop for tenant windows violation and arrested on an old warrant for writing bad checks. Days later, he was discovered dead inside his cell at the Paris jail. His death was ruled a suicide, but family members don't believe the investigation was thorough. Since then, Franks has been fighting, protesting and showing up in court to help people stay out of pretrial detention, fearing others would meet the same fate as her son. She said an outside review of all the deaths is necessary. So there's a picture of this brother with his child. He was arrested in 2015. They say he hanged himself inside an isolated cell. That doesn't add up to me. One of two things I believe happened. I think someone hung him. I believe a guard hung him. An inmate. Or he was violated in there and couldn't live with it. That's what, that's what I believe happened. We're going to keep on reporting on this. I've been going on for an hour and 45 minutes. I'm going to go ahead and edit this down. Like I said, I, I've been congested and stuff. Throat ain't been the best. You know, um, I think I'm going to continue to, uh, report on these Louisiana, uh, reports to get it out there that was a very startling statistic when it says pretty much, they said one in four people, they have more people incarcerated than any other state in America. Um, like I said, when I went down to new Orleans and I seen them billboards, um, that, that, that was, that was crazy to me. They said, you know, this child doesn't need to be in a, uh, you know, Angola. When I seen that billboard and I seen that little boy that gets on that, on that billboard, that was like a dog whistle. That was crazy. That was insane. So I'm going to try to do a broadcast as soon as possible. Feeling a little under the weather, but I want to get some information out to y'all. So um, I'm going to make sure that I work on this and get some more information. And uh, happy MLK Day.